Please be seated. So if you're from the South or you've been here long, you'll know what this really means when someone says, well, you're just being ugly. It's not about outward appearance as much as it is an inward state, is it? Someone's ugly. They're being mean, grumpy, nasty, kind of all at the same time. Southern ugliness is a special kind of unpleasantness, isn't it? And you know, if you could sum up Jesus' gospel, and especially when he's calling out the holier-than-thou and the self-righteous of his day, you could probably sum it up with Jesus pointing to the Pharisees and saying, well, y'all are just being ugly. And today's no different. He's calling them out for their outward displays of righteousness, their their ashes um, that we wear today even, um, their self-denial. And he's calling them out because they're doing it just for show. And it doesn't take a lot of imagination to see that he's saying, well, if you're doing it just for show, you're just putting dirt on yourself and wearing bad clothes. And he even says, you know, wash your face and do this in secret. You know, because then it's real. And they lose the whole point of it all. Their outward appearance even mismatches what's probably really unrepentant and ugly hearts, too. And, you know, they really miss the mark here. And, you know, I was thinking a lot about ugliness and about the other kind of ugliness and um, about Lent. And the thinking all started when my family and I were watching this very spiritual TV show last Friday night. We were all at home together Uh, For once, her daughter was home from New York and her other daughter was in from Athens and Aiden stayed home for the night. And so we watched this very spiritual, very transcendent TV show on Netflix called Queer Eye. (laughs) Hold on a second, because they're all about fixing ugly on that show. Um, And this one in particular was called You Can't Fix Ugly because it was about a man a really sweet man from Dallas, Georgia. They were here in Atlanta for their first season. And Tom, um, you know, looks kind of like a gnome, uh, but a sweet guy. Lots of crazy hair and a beard. And he also has a a skin condition because he suffers from lupus. And so he had red splotches all over his skin. And it was clear when you met him that he just... He didn't find himself very lovable, and he, and he even made the comment to them, well, good luck, fellas, because we all know you can't fix ugly. But you know, the Fab Five, Tan, Karama, Bobby, Anthony, and Jonathan, they take that as a challenge if you've ever seen Queer Eye before. And the other cool thing about this was that earlier they had said, you know, our last version of this show, if you watched it, was all about being tolerant and sort of catty, about the people that they were making over on the show, because it's a makeover show. But, but Anthony, who's the chef on the show, said, we want this show to be about discovering how, even though we're different, there's a lot about us that's the same. 
how much that we all have in common and how much they want to be able to help people see who they really are by fixing some things on the exterior. And you know, after they got through with Tom, he looked much, much better. He did. But he had this glow about him when they had fixed his outward appearance a little bit and redecorated his his apartment and um, given him some pointers on eating better and taking better care of himself. And you know, this is a man from Dallas, Georgia, who... Um, even evidenced by his conversations with them, you know, I'd never been around um, young men who are gay. And by the end of the show, he had, had said to his, his friend, um, you know, I'd never been around gay guys before, much less had conversations with them, much less become their friends, much less shopped and cooked with them, and let them dress me. And at the end, as they hugged each other goodbye, they all cried. And look, we all cried too, and if you watch it, you will cry. (laughs) Because something real happened. And this man from Dallas, Georgia, who drives a cement truck, looked at these five young men and he said, I love you. I do. I want you all to know that I love each and every one of you. And you know, all of this came because of a short season, a week, where Tom changed his outlook a bit. He changed his outward appearance. He changed some of his habits, even if for a short time. But by doing that, his a lot of his ugly got fixed. He saw who he really was. And you know, some of the Fab Five's ugly got fixed too because you could kind of see their faces as they encountered Tom thinking, what are we going to do, you know, and and seeing how different they were from him. But all of them said as they got to know him, what a sweet man he was and how they wanted to make that outer version of him match the inner version that they were getting to know. And it was real, I think. And you know, we have a season coming up where we are invited to do some things with our exteriors and our interiors. Today we're invited to put ashes on our forehead and our our prayers as we do these ashes is that the exterior matches our interior, that as we mark ourselves with these ashes that we begin to embrace the penitent side of our hearts, that we begin to think through all of those things that perhaps need fixing or transforming or changing or even more attention. And we pray that the two match up. And sure, as we go on the whole 30, as Patricia Babuka is making me do, or rid ourselves of our caffeine Jones, or stop smoking, or watch less TV, or maybe as someone said they were doing, and good luck with this, they're going to stop cursing. (laughs) Maybe as we do this outward work, it can begin to match our inward selves. 
Because when it does, Jesus is promising us, when that happens in secret, in our interior, it has not just an improving effect upon us, a beautifying effect upon us, but a transformative effect upon us. And it's not only the the big sins that we get to think about, it's also those things that stand between us and God, or us and and being able to love someone who, who is the other, or even someone who sits across the breakfast table from us. We begin to see those things and recognize them, and we're invited during this blessed season to wrestle with them honestly, to embrace our ugly, and to bring it before God. And you know, when we do this, we not only can become more like Jesus, more able to love like Jesus and that miraculous part of who Jesus was, but we become more human. The greatest transformation that I saw on that show that those five young men did on Tom from Dallas was that you could just tell that he felt like a human being because the first time in a long time someone had paid him some attention and told him he was human and treated him like he was human and made him feel human, and then he felt human. If Jesus was anything to us, he was a son of God, but he was also the most human of us all. So as we as we live into the makeover of our Lenten journey, know that we have so many opportunities before us together and individually in our own homes and in our own spiritual lives to match up the outward and the inner to bring the inward out. We get to do this not only through self-denial and recognizing our sinfulness, but through embracing who we really are in the end. And that's all. Children of God. Transformed, loved, changed, made over by the Holy Spirit.